0: Hello, I'm Jessica Brown, Associate Program Director at Snow Mountain Ranch.
1: And I'm Donovan Colgrove, Associate Programs Director at Estes Park Center. Welcome back to Rocky Rumblings with the YMCA. We are here to bring you all the news and updates from the YMCA of the Rockies.
0: We've made it through the summer. The finish line is in sight. It was a busy summer, but a blast. And now we're heading into fall. So today we're going to be talking about all the fun things you can do at both centers this fall as well as chat about some screenless fun your kids can have at home.
1: And to tell us more about programs of fun, today we're joined by our bosses, Snow Mountain Ranch's Program Director Marianne Degginger, and Estes Park Center's Program Director Susan Taylor. Welcome to the show!
0: Great to be here! Thanks guys! Yeah, so as we know things are getting a little bit quiet at both Estes Park Center and Snow Mountain Ranch for the fall. But that doesn't mean that the families that still come to visit us can't have a great time. So Susan, I have heard a little bit about fall programming for Estes Park, but why don't you tell us more? Any special programming that guests can expect in Estes?
2: We're we're definitely shifting to what we do in in normal years as opposed to uh, our summer programming, and that's where we focus on elk and fall foliage. We kind of Uh, Look to do more outdoor education style programming. Uh, We have a photography workshop coming up every Friday through the fall. So we're definitely looking at ways to keep encouraging people to get outside. Uh, The month of October especially is a really fun month. Uh, We have three different special events on the horizon. The first one has to do with Fall Fest. And that's a thing we do every year. This year, you know, with COVID, it will look a little different, but it's still got the same fall themed programming. So we'll be doing a hayride. We have some live music. We have a line dancer coming in. We have uh, an elk hike and archery and axe throwing. So we still have all those activities. The big difference is that all of them will be registration only and require people to sign up in advance. Uh, we're doing some fun themed programming later in October. We're doing a spy week where kids kind of use their detective skills and do some of our regularly scheduled programming. We'll be doing invisible ink for science experiments and some other kind of outside the box uh, mystery themed projects. Uh, And then at the end of the month, in time for Halloween, on the 31st of October, we have Spooktacular. This year, we'll be moving our haunted house outside. We're going to do a haunted woods. Uh, So we're going to get people to walk through a spooky trail in the forest and try not to get too scared. And then we'll be doing trick-or-treating around property as well.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited for the uh, photography weekends. I personally really like photography and I'm going to get to help run these. So I'm really looking looking forward to that. Mary what can guests expect at uh, Snow Mountain? Just has mentioned that there's quite a few self-guided programs.
0: Yeah, there's a lot to do still in the fall, especially through September. I would say typically what we see is that we have a lot more guests on weekends and it's quieter during the week. So we're offering a lot of our registration activities on the weekends and then a lot of self-guided things anytime, but especially during the week. So There's the photo scavenger hunt. There's a self-guided history tour. There's the usual things like mini golf. It's a great time to go on a hike. All our leaves are getting ready to change over here. So it's a beautiful time to be out and do a nice socially distant hike. Um, But there's just a lot to do that you can do with just your family. Yeah, the photo scavenger hunt has been a huge hit this summer, so I'm glad we're continuing it. For the fall. Um, The other thing that I'm really excited about continuing, um, obviously in a new way though, is outdoor education. So even though we aren't going to be serving large school groups this fall, uh, both centers are offering outdoor education packs that our guests can check out and do on their own. Marianne, can you tell our listeners what our Snow Mountain Ranch outdoor education packs look like? Yeah, our Snow Mountain Ranch adventure backpacks, as we're calling them, are awesome. Um, We have some. A bunch of materials we put together that are great for kids, I would say, ages 4 to 44 and up. It's uh, got all kinds of fun stuff in it. So the idea with it was really to give families all the resources they would need to go and explore nature and learn more about their environment. It's got a compass. It's got binoculars. It's got a rope to learn to tie knots. It's got a magnifying book glass to look at bugs it's got a star chart at night so you can do your own astronomy lesson um, and then included with that we also have a bunch of you know little cards with just short little bits of information that would just tell you what you need to know like how to use a compass and you know how to use the star chart and those kind of things so really it's it's a like self-contained walking outdoor lesson waiting to happen and you can pick and choose which activities you want to do or You know, for my four-year-old, he's probably just going to dump it out and play with all the stuff and think that binoculars are amazing. Um, But it's really just designed so that every family or, you know, adults even can come and check them out and then go explore nature and see what else there is to learn out there.
1: Susan, can you tell our listeners what they can expect from an Estes Park Outdoor Education um, Pack?
2: Yeah. The inspiration behind this was definitely to figure out how to still bring the idea of outdoor education to families and kids. We have such a huge emphasis on outdoor education at both centers. Here at the Esses Park Center, we end up serving on a normal year about 8,000 kids in outdoor education. So the goal was, well, how can we still get those you know, third through eighth graders that usually come up here that experience Uh, obviously it's not going to be the same but what we did was take our outdoor outdoor education curriculum and adapt it so that it can be run by a parent or uh, a small group of kids and they can still do things like water ecology where they take their ph lessons and um, test the water of the stream that runs through the property or uh, they can do a night hike where they still get that really unique experience of walking through the woods at night and listening for different animals. And so we really based it uh, in in a large part off of our outdoor education curriculum and just tried to give parents tools to do it on their own.
0: Yeah, I love that while we're doing the same thing, there are still just some different subjects that are unique to each center. So um, bosses, anything else about the fall though that you forgot to mention or something you want to circle back to?
2: I think the biggest thing is there's a promotion we're running right now called Stay and Study. And we've already seen a lot of people who have suddenly found themselves that both parents are working from home or the kids are doing school online and they can travel a little bit more. And so it's kind of a great opportunity for people to do maybe schoolwork and and normal work in the morning and then find some activities for some hands-on experiential education on property in the afternoon.
0: Awesome. And that was for Estes Park Center for our listeners. Um, How do people go about signing up for that, Susan?
2: The best thing to do would just give us a call at extension 1104 once you reach the main number of the YMCA and uh, our desk attendants can help you register for anything.
1: Awesome. Well, one of the other topics we want to touch on is screenless fun. Now, Marianne, you're somewhat an expert on this, uh, having kids yourself. During Safer at Home this spring, you compiled a whole list of resources for parents at home to get outside and have some screenless fun. Uh, We're going to attach a link to that in our podcast description. But uh, what were some of your favorites that you found?
0: So I'm in a unique situation where I'm dealing with a fourth grader and a four-year-old which is chaos magnified. And so in our day-to-day lives, um, my fourth grader is an aspiring teacher. So the things that really worked well at our house were things that worked where my fourth grader could take the lead on the activity and lead the activity for the four-year-old. So we did a lot of arts and crafts and hands-on projects and STEM activities that all were you know, things where the older child could kind of take the lead, but the younger child could still enjoy it and do it as well. So kind of unique situation, but I think one that a lot of families find themselves in with multiple age groups of kiddos. So that, that's what was really working well for us. Um, there's a gazillion websites and, and things out there and the blog post that you're going to put the link to um, has some of my favorites. Um, my number one favorite being what do we do all day? Uh, it's a great resource. Uh, all screen-free things, and it's all sorted by age group. So once again, finding things that are appropriate and interesting for, you know, an older elementary kid versus a preschooler. It's really nice to be able to find things that are appropriate for those age groups. Um, Same with another website called Enrichment Activities, similar in that everything that they have is sortable. And that one even has a way you can sort and say, Screens, yes, screens, no, no preference. And so it has both screen activities and non screen activities. And then my third and probably other favorite one where we got a lot of our STEM activities this summer um, is from 4 H. 4 H, if you're not familiar with it, is a youth serving organization, uh, especially in rural communities. And I grew up as a 4 H'er all the way through. But their website for STEM activities is fantastic. So that's definitely one of our go to's when we're looking for a fun activity that's STEM related. And Susan, you have some little ones as well. Um, Are you gonna plan on reading through some of those resources Marianne has, or do you have some in your back pocket that you like to use?
2: Yeah, Marianne, I'm definitely going to have to check some of that out. I think we, like a lot of people right now, are in similar situations where we're working parents and we're sort of tag teaming. I'm doing a day, my husband's doing a day, my mom's doing a day. And, uh, you know, pushing the easy button is going to be really valuable for us this fall. So some pre-planned activities like that will probably go a long way.
1: Yeah, well, I don't have any kids, but I do think it's really important for kids to be able to get outside, especially now that kids are doing so much online learning and they're in front of a screen for so long. So, I'm hopefully those will provide some options for parents. Um I'm glad that we get to refer people to those screenless resources and encourage them to come check out our outdoor education packs while they're at either center. Yeah,
0: exactly. And this was such a blast getting to interview our bosses. I mean, even though Donovan and I both know this information, it's kind of nice for us to be not the only people talking. So thanks for taking the time to chat with us, ladies. Anytime. Yeah,
1: yeah definitely. Thank you. And thank you to our listeners. Um, for all the information on our fall activities, don't forget to check out our websites and our activity guides. That's ymcarockies.org for Estes Park Center and snowmountainranch.org for Snow Mountain Ranch. And we'll see you in the mountains. This show was written, edited, and produced by Donovan Colgrove and Jessica Brown. Kellen Tulu and Amy Lee are our brand managers. Lisa Eccles is our head of marketing and communications. The music you're hearing now and at the beginning of the podcast was written by Scott Holmes.